This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Hey. Hi. How is everyone? Are you asking me? Because I'm tired. Now we're going to pause and oh, let them answer at like home. Like Blue's Clues. Like Blue's Clues. Oh, that's so good. I'm, I'm so, so glad. glad. <laughs> You're having a good week. All right. We hope. I'm Wait, sure. should we do one for the people who aren't having a good week? Yes. Okay. I'm so sorry to hear that. Mm, that's I really hope tough. things will get better. <laughs> I feel like we can't just leave them assume, out. Assume, assume everyone's just having a great week. Everybody has a bad week sometimes. You know what? Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ups and downs. It's part of life. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like we're now a therapy session. I need a therapy session. Do you now? Maybe. All right. We are back to um, lessons we can learn from people who struggled. No, these people were bad. I don't I, like the story. I've been avoiding it. I know. I, I kept throwing out suggestions, and she was like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that either. So then we went to the first one I don't want to talk about. And we're talking about it anyway, so. Because we're out of ideas, so <laughs> now the uncomfortable ones. Let's talk about Lot and his daughters. <laughs> yeah, we really don't like this lesson, but you know what? It is just, um, it is part of the story. And that's one thing that is really unique about the Bible is it does tell the good, the bad, and the ugly in these people's lives. So if it were just a history book, like people would probably rewrite it to make it all like sound great. Like Alexander the Great. <laughs> He's from history. Yes, and everything was always written like by his historians to be yeah, in his favor. Fantastic, but he probably made mistakes. He I, definitely made mistakes. I know he did. I'm not. We're not here to talk about Alexander the Great, though. So <laughs> we are here to talk about Lot and his wife. So backstory, right? I think we're all familiar in Genesis that. Abraham is called, Abram at the time, right? He is called to leave his homeland and to go out. um, And he is going to be led to Canaan. He's given the land promise, the nation promise, and also the promise of the Savior, which will bless all the world. So given these three promises, and he takes with him his wife, obviously, but also his nephew, Lot. Lot's wife. And... And Lot's wife and family. But anyway, Lot then chooses to pitch his tent towards Sodom. And as we know, Sodom and Gomorrah were very wicked cities and the cities around it full of um, sin and um, just evil thoughts. Which is sin. Which is sin. Yeah. I was just catching everyone up. That's fair. I was just hoping I, I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, okay. Ready for me to read? Well, so then God's going to destroy the cities. Well, I was we weren't quite very I don't know if you were gonna take over and do oh, some backstory as well. We didn't talk about this, can you tell? <laughs> we just said we'll we'll talk about the backstory instead of reading all of these verses. So So we had a plan. Just, you know, not detailed. Yeah. You know how we roll. So anyway, God is going to destroy the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah for their sin, bring judgment upon them. And um, Abraham goes to God and says, you know, hey, if we can find this many righteous people, will you save it? And he 
you know, kind of negotiates down to 10. He's like, if I can find 10 righteous people in the city, will you save it? Spoiler alert, he could not. He could not. So, angels go into um, Sodom and Gomorrah to save Lot and his family. Which was nice. Yeah. So, anyway, that's kind of, oh, I guess, oh, no, we're not reading from there. Sorry. So, Lot and his wife and two daughters that are still at home are the only ones that are brought outside the city and told to not look back. They were going to be supposed to run for safety. What does Lot's wife do? She looks back. She looks back. Good leg, Lot's wife. She becomes a pillar of salt. We're not here to talk about her either. Have you already talked about her? I think I thought we had. I think we have too. But anyway, today we're not talking about her. So anyway... I was just thinking, if we're thinking about it, and we found another woman, write that down. <laughs> so, so you gotta make a circle note. back. So, um, yeah, so now we're left with Lot and his two daughters. So let's let's do some reading. I don't, yay. Uh, we're going to go ahead and read Genesis 19, verses 30 through 38. And if I mess up, I'm sorry. I'm like brain dead right now. <laughs> And Lot went up out of Zoar, and dwelt in the mountain, and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Zoar. And he dwelt in a cave, and he and his two daughters. And the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come in unto us after the manner of all the earth. That's a touch dramatic. Yes. It's like like I'm watching a Disney princess movie. (laughs) There's no man in all the earth. Um... Anyways, come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him that we may perceive seed of our father. Preserve. Preserve? Preserve, yeah. <laughs> perceive. <laughs> Conceive. That's what I did. No, it's not. I just misread it. Uh, and they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not. Oh, your eye did skip down, didn't yep. you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, perceived doesn't make any like, sense. Like, where did I get that? And then, yeah, okay. I feel better about my life, well, actually. Good. I good. feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm just glad that I can read the word preserved and the word perceived. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight with my father. Let us make him drink wine this night also, and go thou in, and lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father to drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and perceived, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. Thus were both the daughters of Lot with child by their father. And the firstborn bare a son, and called his name Moab. The same is the father of the Moabites unto this day. And the younger, she also bare a son, and called his name Benami. Benami? Benami. I like Benami. Okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, The same is the father of the children of Ammon unto this day. So there we go. I, this is my favorite story in the whole Bible. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hate it. It's I was terrible. like, you're crazy, right? Okay. No, I'm I'm kidding. I have other favorites. 
I like Esther. There's a lot. Yeah, Esther is a great one. It's very ironic. Yes. And it's funny. <laughs> Not for Haman. No. Hangman. That is one of the ways I remember that name. That is how I remember that name. All right, but back to Lot's um, daughters here. Uh, were you going to talk about your part first? We can if you want. I don't care. I'll do it. Okay. Okay, so what I gleaned from this lesson is, that was a good word. That was a good word. Uh, is that just because you leave a place that has a bad influence over you, doesn't mean that the influence will not follow you. So you just have to be careful, no matter where you're at, in order to guard your heart, because those things can stick with you for a long time. Those influences. And this is a prime example of that, because what they did was not cool. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and we were, we were talking about it before, um, and just the, like, show of faith... That they should have... Oh, that, no. I'm sorry. I, like, totally messed up my the words. The faith that they should They have. should have had, right? Because of what God had just shown them is really what I was trying to get at. Um, by the destruction of these two wicked cities and by them being led out of the city by angels. Like, all of these things, they should have had a great faith in God. Instead, they catastrophized the situation and suddenly everything got a lot worse. Yeah, so, you know, instead of being like, you, God has provided a way of escape for us, so surely he will provide, you know, men that we can marry and have families with See, the way God intended. This is what I'm saying, is that they catastrophized a little too hard, okay? Yeah. They went we, Disney let, princess. Let's not, let's not make mountains out of molehills, Okay. For this small amount of time, they did not have contact with men. But their reaction to this was, there is not a man in the earth. That is, that is a lot that we, we, don't, we don't need to go there. <laughs> we just needed to take, she probably needed a nap. <laughs> Eat a little food, take a little nap. It's going to be okay. Have a little patience. Wait for God's timing. But, no. Instead, let's just take matters into our own hands and see what we end up with. Not good stuff. Yeah, not good stuff. So, like, if we just take a second to think through then how they went about their plan, right? So I they, don't want to take a second to think through what they did. But, yeah, sure. Well, I just think that we can learn an important lesson about um, the effects of wine in this situation or strong drink. Very true. Which so many people want to look at and be like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, we should be able to, you know, drink socially with our peers or to hang out and have a good time. But every time we see alcohol used in the Bible, it is used for a bad purpose. Noah. Yeah. Lot. Yeah. What's that one king's name? Est oh, it was like David? Ahasuerus. Yeah, at the beginning of um, the book of Esther. But also, um, King David, when he uses it to try to get Uriah to um, go into his wife, um, Bathsheba. So, like, anytime you see it used or being abused, it's to get people to do things that they wouldn't normally do. 
And so we are told to be sober, to be vigilant, to be always looking for, you know, the devil trying to tempt us. And And that is wine. Wine is the devil trying to tempt us. It is. So I'm like, I don't understand how, you know, Christians could think that just, you know, a little bit of drinking with your friends is going to be a good thing. Because people don't think about long term what the Bible actually says. People like to think about what is easier for me to apply into my life. Well, yeah, it just comes down to like what they want to do. That's really all it it comes down to is I want to do this, so let me find a way that it can be okay. And it's not okay. And as you see here, Lot's daughters, I mean, you have to think that Lot was mortified when he figured out what happened. But also, to be fair, they did not force him to drink the wine. So even though it was their plan to get him drunk, um, he went about at least the first part of that willingly. So that was on him as well. He let his guard down. Um, And Proverbs 23, if you start in verse 29, who hath woe, who hath sorrow, who hath contentions, who hath babbling, who hath wounds without cause, who hath redness of eyes, they that tarry long at the wine, they that go seek mixed wine. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. At the last it biteth like a serpent, and it stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Yea, thou shalt be as that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or as he that lieth upon the top of the mast. They have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I wake? I will seek it yet again. And it just kind of goes to show like those who um, are are drinking wine or who's seeking after that, like these are all things that happen to them, right? They have the, the red eyes of the of the hangover and the headache and oftentimes they have injuries that they're not aware of how it happened um, because they have no memory of what happens when they are drunk. And then when they awake, what do they do? Go they back for it. Seek it again. Addiction. Yeah. Children. They seek after it again. So, I don't know that y'all are children. I'm sorry if I just offended you. <laughs> so this all just went, you know, in the way of the dangers of alcohol, but... That's where I would rather this go. <laughs> I feel like that's a fair... I mean, honestly, a lot of times, these two types of sins go hand in hand because... I mean, when, every when time that we just listed... That is what it comes back to. Yeah. When your guard is down, which it is if you are partaking of wine or alcohol of any sort or other drugs, but here we'll just go with with the alcohol as the example. But yeah, your guard is let down and then you give in to other temptations of the flesh. So it's a pattern. Stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know She's what like, to respond. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I think we've about covered all of it, so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because you covered your part, right? About how they were <laughs> they were influenced by the... You know what they say about evil communications. Mm-hmm. They do. Should we tell them or you think they know? Oh, why don't you read it? 1 Corinthians 10.33. Nope. 15.33. <sighs> 
I'm like you were close. I evil corrupt evil corruptions. Evil communications corrupt good morals. Morals. I promise I know the verse. First Corinthians fifteen and thirty three, but that really can also be read in the in a different version. It will say evil companions corrupt good cor- corrupt good uh, morals. I can't remember if it was morals or manners. Let's Evil see if we do. companions corrupt good manners. No, maybe. I don't know. I only use King James, so. This is, um, oh, ESV says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. And then if you do, I do like having all of these here. Um, Comparing is nice. It is nice. If we're not going to go back and do a full word study. That's my favorite way to go about it. Though. Oh, I do love that. Blue Letter. Is it called Blue Letter Bible? I don't know because .org. I use eSword. Yes, that's also good. Um, the New King James has, Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Instead of morals or manners there. Um, yeah, Blue, Le- Blue Letter Bible. Um, .org is one that you can do the word studies on or eSword. Definitely, you should invest in one of those. Eastwood um, is wonderful. I have it on my phone. I use it like 100% of the time. Blueletterbible.org is actually free, so you don't have to... Eastwood um, is not. Yeah, you don't have to pay for that. And the nice thing is that you can just go in your browser on your phone um, at any time and look it up there. And Eastwood's just an app. It's only like $5, though, and let's be honest... To be able to have those words be looked up for you in a matter of literal seconds with, like, three clicks. Actually, it does not take to open the Bible and then go to the passage. And then it's probably, like, five or six taps. You're five or six taps away from the original text. So it's worth your $5, okay? Everybody's got $5. (laughs) I'm serious. Everybody has $5. I know two-year-olds with $5. They don't have to buy this app, though. It probably wouldn't be helpful. Most of them can't read. Most of them. Keyword. (laughs) Yeah. There are some brilliant children. The funny thing is, so I just looked up the word um, for morals or manners, right? And what does it say? Strong's um, has it as ethos, which means moral um, habit or moral habits or manners. So there you go. So there you go. If you want to say morals, say morals. If you want to say habits, say habits. If you want to say manners, say manners. They all mean the same thing. They corrupt you. I think we should have in the podcast right there. It affects your actions. That's right. It's your heart. That's hmm. why you got to shepherd it. Proverbs. Huh. <laughs> shepherd. Shepherd four twenty three. Shepherd. Shepherd four twenty. Who are writing our own book of the. Bible. <laughs> I'm just playing. We're yeah, not. we definitely should have stopped it yep. already. That's okay. But yes, yeah, so we have to keep our hearts. With all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. And do we say thank you? You're going to tell them that verse first? What? Oh, they know it's Proverbs 4.23. They might not. I was thinking 14.23. Oh, Addie. Proverbs 4.23. <laughs> Okay, we should say thank you now. Yeah, definitely. Thank Wait. you. Wait. Do we say thank you? <laughs> say thank you with me. 
Thank you. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.